and welcome to Well Off Course. I'm your host Abhishek, and with me are our experts Sabesachi Ghosh and Satyapta Dash. Guys, say hello. 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 It has been a long time. How are you guys? So last time we said we are near weekly episode, and after saying that we are meeting after one month. So it has become monthly episode, or we are going to meet <laughs> frequently. But the good thing is we have a lot of content now. Yeah, and we are very. Uh, at least I am very excited to tell that we are now going to follow a new format and a new style of content. Uh, we will always start with the latest cricket updates all around the world, especially international cricket beyond India. And the second section will move on to something very specific to that episode, uh, whatever is, is the topic of the day or something. And third section will be always. Miscellaneous, open to the floor, anything controversial or anything about Satya's boys, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe MS Dhoni to piss some people off. Well, in this previous match, as Satya said, Rishab Pant was keeping like Chinese Dhoni. I didn't get it actually. I heard this. So Rishab Pant was absolutely terrible behind the stumps, and in many headlines, he was blamed as the reason India lost the match because in the last five overs, he lost multiple chances to stump or run out Corey and uh, Turner. See, it is one thing to drop a catch, and it is another thing to mimic Dhoni and then drop the catch, and then Kohli's <laughs> <laughs> reaction being recorded in the big screen. So that was funny. So somebody said Dhoni should have played instead of Rishabh Pant. So somebody counter replied him that if Dhoni played, India wouldn't have crossed three hundred fifty. Rishabh Pant would have felt the pressure for first time. I mean, <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I saw one replay also, and I thought that man, the distance uh, batsman is ahead of the crease. Dhoni would have stumped him, then reset the stumps and the bails, and again stumped him in that time. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, he's very quick, right? So England defeated World T20 champions West Indies in their home. So West Indies won the last World Cup. Yes, they did. Oh yeah, the Carlos Bretworth moment. Yeah, uh, Ben Stokes was hit all over the park in that last over. <laughs> in fact, that reminds me, we have a new audio clip, the beginning tone. I remember when I was discussing with Abhishek about this. We obviously none of us are musicians, so we were supposed to borrow some music track. Then this occurred that we could gather all the interesting commentary moments in the Indian cricket history, and Abhishek. Check was suggesting why don't we do 1983, 2011, 2007 World Cup winnings? But I was against it because Ravi Sastry was part of all three. The last two ones in the commentary with Dhoni, and <laughs> that was 2011 and 2007. It was like India is now World TT champion. I thought what table tennis champion really? <laughs> it was very new, so he also didn't know what to call it. <laughs> yeah, 83 he was part of. I, I have not obviously seen that, and I don't know who was commenting. Maybe Richie Beno. Or someone, but yeah. I decided to add the three clips, which always brings me to childhood memories. I think most of them are Tony Greig. Obviously, you will hear and recognize those moments at the beginning and the end of the episode. And hopefully, our Ravi Bhai will also do commentary in IPL, right? Generally, he does, isn't it? There was something like that. If you are part of even state association, you cannot commentate or something like that. So we are talking with West Indies England. Yeah, the latest T20 yeah. scores were very low scoring. I was hoping West Indies would be. obviously giving some fight good for them england uh, because world cup is coming up they want to finalize their squad also uh, what else going on in international cricket so bangladesh was getting hammered by new zealand i think ross taylor had a double century so just to fyi abhishek <laughs> <laughs> so things are going in my favor england is winning ross taylor is getting runs yeah 
I mean, I don't know. Just the way Abhishek feels for Moin Ali, I feel the same for Bangladesh. I really feel happy when they get hammered. The, when they do that nagging dance and all, when they defeat teams, they basically make big posters of the opposition players in the public and then they do some funny things with them. So I really feel happy when Bangladesh loses a cricket match. Definitely what Satya said has a lot of history like that and I really like those guys. And I also don't want our episodes and podcasts to be banned there. So I <laughs> like them, but I think they also know that they need to control themselves and figure things out. By now, if you're not living under a rock, you must have heard that cricket and Bollywood are the only two religions in India. And so in this episode, we decided to take a look at some of the movies and series featuring cricket. Last week, a new series debuted on Netflix, Cricket Fever, Mumbai Indians, which was tracing the journey of Mumbai Indians in IPL 2018. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. I was surprised it's a documentary series and they allowed crew to get into the discussion behind the scene. Usually those are uh, hush-hush secret and that too a franchisee like the Ambani's franchisee. I was surprised they were allowed. Obviously, there were scenes where they were not allowed. But uh, before that, we had the Inside Edge, which is fictitious. And then again, the cricket selection thing in Netflix, which I think abruptly ended or they haven't made the next episodes. But about this documentary, I love that because uh, it's real and we got to know how much pressure they are in. And it's, the pressure is especially because they have taken a lot of money and the Ambani's are so powerful. And for some of the cricketers, it's their, it can make or break their careers, right? Although it's just a domestic uh, trophy. And some of the veterans like Mahila Javadhan, it's about reputation and earnings uh, and career for rest of their life, right? True. Yes. If you're talking about cricket in Mumbai, life in Mumbai, then cricket is not far behind. Yeah. And this point comes across very often as we go on uh, in the series and some of the starting episodes, we talk to various cricketers. So we talk to Ishan Kishan, we go to his home, we go to Surikumar Yadav's home, we go to Jaspreet Umrah's home. And they will all tell that how they played cricket in the gullies and in the local cricket grounds. We even talked to Rohit Sharma. I thought he was always a spoiled boy or from a moderate upper middle class or even rich family. I didn't know that they, he had trouble too. So now you know his sob story. <laughs> so I have actually started uh, having more respect for him. And, uh, obviously for a cricketer, it's very hard choice. You leave studies and do this. It's not like Australia, like, oh, it's just a hobby and I'll get back to my life if it doesn't work out. It's like a make it or break it, right? So in one of the opening scenes, uh, Akash Amani is heading a meeting and he is saying that, guys, this whatever we are discussing in this room is very secret. It will not go out of this room. And I was like, dude, really? <laughs> He's saying this with a Netflix camera and crew in the room. And yeah. it was not a hidden camera. <laughs> it was not even a hidden camera. I'm sure there were so many spot boys and lighting and sound engineers. <laughs> True. And one thing that I could not understand, anytime they were meeting after a match, whether they won or they lost, they were meeting in an area where a lot of food was there. Yeah, especially things in their mouth. And uh, Hardik Pandya is always like, oh, oh man, serious I'm not used to this. <laughs> but Mahila Jayavadhan, I feel for that guy. He's always in the spot. Like He cannot go and hit a century there and they're losing. And there is so only so much he can do by just telling the boys. So one thing that I really liked is that, uh, that this, movie, this series revealed some of the things which I had always wondered. Like fix, nahi hota hai? 
नहीं नहीं लाइक यू रिमेम्बर देयर इज वन मेंशन ऑफ सिद्धेश लाड सो ही इज एन ओपनिंग बैट्समैन एंड ही डज हैज नॉट गॉट अ चांस टू प्ले इन लाइक पास्ट थ्री सीजन्स नाउ एंड in one uh, scene jasprit bumrah is saying to him he has gone somewhere and come back and he jasprit bumrah is saying ipl chal raha hai ya sahar chal rahi hai and he says apna to sahar hi chal raha hai and he says it with such i mean sadness in his voice and in one episode one scene he goes up to mahila and he asks what can i do to become a better player in the next season and mahila just gives him a, a cursory answer that you are better than many openers in other teams in this team unfortunately our openers evan lewis and ishan kishan they are doing well and that's why you're not getting a chance and he goes back to his place so and similar scene is with aditya tare so aditya tare he is a 31 year old oh yeah yeah he they showed his kid and he's the second yeah. keeper second choice basically second choice yeah so, so that is something that i really uh, have always felt that the team is comprised of 20 25 people and hardly 11 are getting chance so how does it uh, i mean how do the players who are not playing who are on the bench how they feel but i think they are actually getting paid but uh, they are there to play so that's even bigger deal for them their retention or to prove something they need matches they need games they need batting opportunity or whatever Correct. yes <laughs> there is one funny thing i was just relating to that you remember whenever there is a in corporate life you know when the whenever there is a problem the boss comes in and says addresses the people that hey we cannot do this and we're doing everything wrong we should be more uh, own things more, should be more serious and there is a senior guy then speaks yeah yeah we should do that yes <laughs> the other junior guys in front of him that he's part of the management also <laughs> so i felt something which pollard did in one of those conversations yeah, true so i think mahila was saying everything and pollard suddenly started his own speech and he was the reason <laughs> he was the one who didn't perform so it's a nice way to save uh, one's uh, back and one more uh, point that i was thinking is that how how much the team is in the grasp of or how much the team is being controlled by akash ambani so in one match i mean in couple of matches pollard has been dropped and then mahila decides to get him back and he says he goes and tells pollard that i am going to get you back in the next match i am going to talk to akash and rohit so i was very much surprised that man the coach wants to have this guy back and he wants to not only talk to the captain he also wants to talk to the team owner for that yeah he has paid the money i, I don't understand what other role uh, i've heard from kkr team that uh, sharukh khan doesn't really interfere he he just kisses people once in a while <laughs> otherwise he doesn't really interfere but uh, were you surprised that even rohit sharma i don't know i just watched half of the episode but till mm-hmm. that there was no decision taken by rohit sharma it was either jayawardhane or Amar. yeah yeah so yeah. all in all it's an interesting series uh, and uh, we were just talking the other day that it should be for some other teams also so hotstar is getting roar of the lion which is going to be the journey of chennai super kings coming back in ipl after their ban so again that will be i think based in ipl 2018 only hopefully someone makes a video on delhi capitals 
So I have only one thing to say about Delhi Capitals. Their team jersey sucks. I had never thought that anybody will have a worse jersey than Sunrisers Hyderabad, but Delhi Capitals. They have done it. And one more thing for Delhi Capitals, they released Vijay Shankar, and suddenly Vijay Shankar is here, there, everywhere. So again, the signs are saying that they will not be doing well. That means. Okay, so let's get back to the movies. So Satya, so when we say cricket movie, which is the first movie that comes to your mind? Lagan and Iqbal. Yeah, you cannot talk about movies without talking Iqbal. Lagan, of course, got international yes. fame. I don't know if they deserve it or not, but it was a long, long movie. Typical Ashutosh Gawarigar. Right? Yeah. I don't think I minded the length much because that game was exciting. Yes, the game was exciting. The way they made that movie, it was really nice. But I think I knew somehow that it was based on cricket, but not exactly the how cricket is going to be part of it. And one thing about that match was that it had match fixing, it had sledging, yes. it had body line. Yeah. Had everything. I mean, it was very edge of the seat kind of match. There yeah, were some exactly. catches, some great runouts. Yeah, and voice against caste discrimination also. I mean, yeah. with uh, Katra. True. So yeah, that was nice. Every, every leg spinner that comes to Indian team, I always uh, no offense, uh, Satya, but I always think of them as Katra. National spinners bowl faster than me, but I had that feeling all the time. You <laughs> see, Kuldeep's accent also is quite similar to that of Katra, <laughs> and also as effective. Actually, Sairaj Bahutil is actually is more closer to that. If you remember, <laughs> that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was a unique movie because uh, one side is like having all kind of problems, like disabilities, poor, poverty, and like it's like a totally one-sided. One team is totally in trouble even to begin with, and they have everything to lose. Right, and that dialogue also became a very famous, right? Teen guna lagan, and in every India England match, I think we always hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a f- totally fictitious thing, but it's kind of somehow it's a true representation of how those Goras used to treat people over here. Okay, so Lagan the movie synonymous with cricket on screen. So we talked about Iqbal. I feel Iqbal was more like a fairy tale, but it was a very happy movie, and that's why I love it. Yeah, it really. Uh, connects to lot of us. I mean, in that movie also, in fact, I spoke about some of the other aspects which goes on in cricket, like favorism, like a, I mean, high-profile cricket coach, what he can do with the careers of upcoming players. So you just saw two characters in opposite sides of the spectrum. You saw Nasruddin Sa who got lost, and then Iqbal. Uh, the protagonist, how he overcame all of those difficulties and I mean, became one of those Indian players. So it was really nice. It was, and and considering the backdrop also a deep and different mute player and and how much he was imagining. And the best part was when you would actually go into his uh, self-created hut and then he would imagine the collapse of all the audience. So that was something very nice actually that that was really moving. Yeah, that's probably by far the best cricket movie that has been ever produced. Obviously, except India, nobody else produces cricket movies. However, I will disagree with you, Neil, when you say that this is the best Indian cricket movie ever produced because I think the best cricket movie ever produced was by Devanand and it featured Amir Khan and the movie was Awal Number. Oh my God, this is the best (laughs) movie, I think. (laughs) So I don't know if you guys have watched this movie. This is actually the first ever cricket movie I've watched. Yeah, I think this is the first one a long, long time. Yeah. 
So Aditya Pancholi is established player, but going down a little bit. And Amir Khan is like Rishabh Pant, upcoming talent. He is the brother of the selector of the director of the movie. So there is a conflict of interest. So it goes tricky from that point. However, the climax is that our senior cricketer decides to bomb the stadium in which the match is happening. <laughs> and the junior player is batting and he's batting amazingly and how the hero who is that selected director devanan how he thought bombing the stadium that forms the crux of the movie yeah apparently there were so many devanan jokes after that movie i think it was a flop and then devanan said main movie banata raunga flop ho ya hit ho main banata <laughs> and then he followed it with more crappy movies it's a very 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 silly movie and you can laugh your guts out watching it so highly recommended if anybody is listening you want to watch abal number definitely <laughs> is it as good as that akshay kumar's movie he also made some movie in cricket right when he yeah, went to england he made patiala house yes so this movie is a little different from all other uh, cricket movies that we have talked about in the way that it is not based in india and uh, akshay kumar and his family they are british citizens and the head of the family that is played by rishi kapoor he hates british for their racism by doing reverse racism and uh, he is totally against cricket and especially his son playing cricket for british <laughs> and how akshay kumar then succumbs to the will of his cousins and he kind of revolts against his father by going ahead and playing as british bowler and how he helps them win the world cup that was wow. the core of the story at least england wins a world cup in movies <laughs> <laughs> and we all know it's easier for an indian to play for england side than indian side because there are billions of people here so all in all it's a pretty crappy movie and uh, it features lot of uh, real cricketers nasir hussain is there shane one is there and simons is there yeah 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 how could i forget him he is hitting our hero his name is kali and he is hitting kali out of the park in the finals and then his father comes and he gets motivated and he remembers uh. what lala marnath did and he gets the wicket well karlo duniya mutthi mein i think it still comes in star gold or some channel repeatedly <laughs> whereas do you remember uh, international cricketers has featured uh, in ikbal itself kapil dev came uh, in during the end of the movie right he was the selector in ms dhoni uh, the movie kiran more is there as part of selector playing his own role uh. and since the movie actually superimposes the face of sushant singh rajput on actual matches played by dhoni in the actual footage you will see lot of cricketers yeah those are the footage basically i was talking about if any overseas player has acted i think nasir hussain might have appeared in one or two movies i don't know i'm maybe confusing with patiala house itself yeah the question about uh, cricket movies is incomplete without imran hashmi because he is the only guy who features in this genre of cricket movies which are somehow related to match fixing i never thought about it <laughs> jannat and jannat 2 i don't know there's jannat 3 also azhar yeah so maybe azhar is jannat 3 yes exactly <laughs> so uh, what i believe azhar was the movie created just to prove that azruddin was innocent so it was like a collaboration between azruddin and the producer of the jannat who is imran hashmi so it's not really a biopic and i also did not like the screenplay it looked like a very fake like you're acting something in front of the green screen right and i used to be very decent fan of mohammad azruddin so i thought it would be like a biopic like oh i thought you're going to say i was a fan of imran hashmi <laughs> no, I am a little bit more closer to cricket than Bollywood. I was thinking that you were going to say I was a little closer to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! 
why haven't we talked about the greatest batsman ever sachin yeah this is a documentary though i got yeah. uh, in a flight and i was really impressed uh, yeah that was a nice one though yeah it was not as bad as people were saying hey it's a documentary there's nothing funny there's no characters but uh, it was a bit weird when you it comes to casting like sometimes sachin himself comes up sometimes <laughs> the younger version of sachin comes up Yeah. So, but uh, it was really touching. Yeah, it was a touching movie. Yeah, I liked that actually. World Cup is on the horizon. If you remember when India was playing in Australia, uh, in one of the matches, Australia played in one of their vintage jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And that brought a lot of uh, interest in the jerseys that teams have played in. So I think it was on Crickinfo. There was a poll which was showing all the jerseys that different teams have played in different editions of the World Cup, and uh, they were asking which is your favorite team, who jerseys do you like most, and obviously India won that uh, poll because which. Bold India does not win. In my personal opinion, I think it was '99 World Cup where they had that edge of the wheel of BCCI logo in a very larger size. But I like the '92 also. But the problem is India was playing like a mino, so I don't want to bring that memory. But '99, of course. Uh, But '92 was very unique, right? India was with the black jersey. Not black. It was dark blue. Very dark blue. It was dark blue. So the uh, so is my yeah. 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 Oh man, I always thought that it was a black jersey. Dude, it was the black and white TV. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you should see that again. Yeah. No, no. Even we had black and white TV, but uh, yeah. there was a Telegraph magazine where those uh, nine captains or had a photograph. Yeah, but uh, th- that was a very unique World Cup also because there were nine teams who were all test playing nations. and obviously sri lanka was test playing although they were called minos and everybody played with each other like a ipl league match yeah. so there was directly semi final among the top four teams and we know what happened after the most interesting jersey is new zealand because cricket is a gentleman's game it is played in white because it is played in sun test match of course but new zealand has a black jersey which is like the worst color to choose when you are playing in sun our listeners you can go we'll have this link in show notes and you can go and check out all the jerseys that all the teams wore across uh, different world cup editions and you can vote also which is your favorite kit and there is also one poll i think on scroll.in where you can vote for your favorite in jersey in any of the world cups okay with that we come to the end of this episode please let us know how do you like our new format okay see you guys later we meet when we meet oh,